What up, guys? Welcome to the Raising Worth podcast. Raising Worth is a family and an organization who advocates for healthy and connected families. We believe connection takes place when we truly understand the value of one another. A major focus of our mission is connecting families with the heart to adopt with the right resources. So you know the drill. We're here to highlight, uncover, and talk about people, places, and things all raising worth in their community. It could feel random at times. We'll have people on the show from all walks of life. It could be from Bitcoin to adoption and anywhere in between. Thank you so much for being here because we know you could be anywhere in the world right now. All right, all right. Good morning. We're talking about love stories. Love stories. How many times do you think people ask us about a love story? I mean, me? Not a lot. Because <laughs> True. Boys don't do that. Yeah. Men. Men. Men <laughs> typically aren't super pumped to talk about their love stories. Fair. But. Um, but we got the best one. How many one. times <laughs> do you get asked about weekly. a love story? That's a, weekly. That's a better. I also boast about our week, our love story. So that's why I think people come on the edge of the seat. Like, tell us, like, how'd you guys tell us, you know, your you story? You like invite it. Oh, I invite it. Yeah, of course. Because oh, yeah, it's, it is in my story. opinion, the best story. I think it's incredible. So you want to start it out? Um, How should we tell it? Okay. Should we try and be clever and tell like a small ending part that's like a no a, i think we a, should start from the beginning a very important part of it it leaves like a cliffhanger and start back at the beginning <laughs> no like a good movie <laughs> no okay. we should go Just chronologically <laughs> okay um, well if you didn't listen to the very first episode we're doing a little tiny mini series about getting to the hepworths who are the hepworths so the very first one we recorded a couple of days ago about just kind of where we come from. So if you haven't listened to that, it's a 30-minute episode, and it'll help give context to this story. So you should, if you have the time, go back and listen to that first episode. Yeah. But do you want to start out and tell them, <laughs> yes. like, where you were at around the time that we met? Yeah, that's a great story. Doing? Okay. So um, I was 19 years old when Zach and I first met, um, the very first thing I ever said to him, we were in a basement. Our church at the time was meeting in the basement of a Bible college. Yeah. And the oh, very yeah. first time I ever saw him, he had his huge afro. And I was like, who is this guy? And I remember going up to him and asking, which is, I can't even believe I did this. I was so unaware of just ugh, life. But I went up to him and I'm like, hey, what ethnicity are you? Because I couldn't figure it out because he had this curly fro hair and i could tell that you had yeah. you know like i mean i would have guessed jamaican but then and you you know your skin tone but then also i just couldn't figure it out and i have never done that never would i do that ever <laughs> again never like that's so but for some reason that was the first thing i ever said to you and i remember you were like so taken back rightfully so you were like <laughs> this girl that would just straight up come to me and ask me where i come I'm pretty, from i'm pretty sure you I'm pretty sure you asked it a different way, and I'm pretty sure I gave like a didn't I give like a smart Alec? You did. You response? were like, "I'm a mutt," and I was like, "Oh, he's feisty." Is that what I said? I remember. Yes, that's hilarious. And I was like, "What does that mean?" And you were like, "Puerto Rican, Jamaican." You know, you start listening off, and he's like, "I'm a little bit of everything." That's hilarious. And I'm like, "Okay, so cool." Well, and you know, like to me, I wasn't even me necessarily even flirting with you. I was literally like, "I can't figure this dude yeah. out." And so, which is something I've dealt with my whole life for sure. Yeah. yeah that's a good it's point. Funny. 
I'm so embarrassed that I ever said that. Ugh. It's, you look at your old like things you've said and you're like, Ugh. yeah, but I I knew where you were coming from. Sure, but your heart, pure <laughs> I appreciate your yeah, purity, it was, but it was sweet. that's an ignorant thing to ask. So, so then basically, um, you know, at that time Zach was in the internship program at the church, and um, he you were die hard. I mean, he was like praying for like everyone left and right he was like to me up until that point I didn't know that someone could love Jesus and actually walk it out like I had had this totally different perspective of kind of like Christian men of just being this like very polite almost like political like collared shirt dude that's like you know like I just (laughs) I hadn't ever experienced somebody like you that was like willing to be inconvenienced and I remember you would miss church service because you'd be upstairs talking to somebody or be outside talking to a stranger. And I'd be like, he's missing church. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but what I didn't realize is you were actually like, there's just so many things that I would observe about you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's such an anomaly. So months go over months, you know, continue. And I'm like, this guy loves people so well. It's crazy. And, you know, they would um, you know, expose a lot of his gifts of freestyle and poetry and just creativeness. And I'm like, what on earth this guy can think so fast? Does he read the dictionary for fun? Like, and he like actually knows the Bible because he's like rapping about it and it actually makes sense. And like, I I was so confused. I'm like, what? So anyway, intrigued. We slowly start hanging out in the same friend group. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. This is kind of a sidebar, but when you were talking about how I would miss service or mm-hmm. whatever and be talking to people. Which he still does. Which I still do. It reminds <laughs> me. <laughs> Very true. Literally. It remi- <laughs> so ahead. funny. What no, it's saying? just every, every, I mean, I'll be like legit leading worship and I'll be like, where's my husband? Like, I know where he's sitting, but he's not there. <laughs> so funny. I know he's out it, it remi- talking to somebody. Yeah. It reminds me of the verse. I actually just read it. That's why it popped in my head. It reminds me of the verse where, um, a Pharisee invites Jesus to come sit down and eat with him. And Jesus comes to sit down and eat with the Pharisees, but Jesus doesn't wash his hands. And the Pharisee is like, what the heck? Like, do you not observe the laws of cleanliness? And then Jesus goes in to basically talk to him about, hey, dude, you wash your hands, but the inside of your body isn't washed. Right. Your soul isn't washed. Your 100%. mind isn't washed. Anyways, really so interesting. Good. Just, uh, I guess, a little uh, nugget. A little nugget. A little Bible so nugget. true. <laughs> and you've always that. walked that out. And that's what people, I think, um, I mean, people are affected by you. They're like, I mean, I was affected by it. It made me really like look at the way I was loving people. And it also made me, I realized how unselfish your relationship with Jesus was because people come to church to be filled up, right? And you were willing to miss that because you were being filled up in quiet, private time. You were willing to miss that. And, um, and be inconvenienced and to pour out on other people. And like, that's when people are affected is when they're loved well and they feel listened to, That's good. especially at a time when they're like, dang, this guy is like supposed to be inside doing X, Y, Z. Really considered that. Yeah. That's a really good perspective. Yeah. So, so we slowly started hanging out yeah, becoming and, friends. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was at just to give context to, yeah. <clears throat> you know, um, our, uh, our love story here. Mm-hmm. I was completely like, raptured caught up with with jesus at that Mm -hmm. point was 
fully eyes in. on the prize didn't even know girls existed yeah like fully <laughs> just locked down i had basically sold all of my possessions type of a situation yeah he did like two years where he felt like he was only supposed to wear black v-neck and like these gray jeans because before you were really into fashion and like yeah. just like you yeah. know looking a certain way i was super into like that word appearance sure yeah, yeah. and i remember being like the homie only has black v-neck yeah. black like, and white you had one blue button up that you'd wear on like yeah fancy sundays like if you had a certain and i remember being like this homie has no clothes like yeah but it was um now it's so beautiful to know like it was so intentional but so funny so we start hanging out friend groups yeah all of our mutual friends all our mutual friends and we never really like we would never spend time one-on-one yeah we never went on dates never oh my gosh no and um, another part of where I was at, so I met him, and I think about six months after that initial time where we were met and we were just kind of like, we would cross each other's paths, I heard God ask me to do one year of no dating. Um, and again, if you listen to the pre- episode previously, I had a lot of manipulation with the way I viewed men. Um, kind of very like, okay, I'm going to go to this place hoping this guy's here, hoping I see him, so then there's an interaction which equates manipulation or I'm going to uh, post this picture hoping it gets the attention of so-and-so and hope you know every move it was like made with this motive right and so I did one year I did the I listened to the Andy Stanley uh, love sex and dating series okay. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to that it's awesome but um, I w- listened to it and said one year no dating and in the series they say you have to sign your name because that's an actual sign of a vow or a covenant and so I got this huge cardboard paper put it on the back of my door and said I give up dating or being seen by men for one full year sign my name and delete every single guy's number in my phone except for my brothers and my dad and I remember Zach had this little burner phone and whenever we would be in like a group message, his, do you remember this? Yours would say Z Hepworth. Like, Did it? yeah. And I was like, and also the other thing is Zach didn't have social media. So there's no way of like manipulating this relationship. Keep up with my life. No, exactly. Yeah. Like if you wanted a friendship, it was like, okay, we'll let it be formed yeah, when I would phone. see you frequently. Yeah. yeah uh, infrequently. So, um, if there were ever like a group message of like, Hey, we're going to go to so-and-so and hang or whatever. I would always know if he was on the thread because, cause if he That's replied, funny. but I didn't still at the time know so your number. Funny. So anyway, um, there were so many hilarious nights. I didn't, I went probably like six months of not telling anyone because mm. everyone liked Zach at this point. I'm like, you know, fully, um, leading at this church. I'm like, have a place of leadership. I'm mentoring girls and I would sit with girl after girl and every home girl, had you written on their diary <laughs> like i would like literally i would sit down with girls and they'd be oh like Lord. oh my gosh like do you know zach like a church like with the afro and i'd be like yeah 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 i know him and oh, yeah i just oh you know i like blah, blah blah like and i'd be like oh my gosh and so in my journal still to this day i have a list of girls that i met with personally at coffee that told me that they really really That's liked so zach funny. four of which heard from the lord that he was their husband and so I'm like, whoo, this is serious stuff. Man. I'm like <laughs> And the Lord was not speak and the Lord was not speaking to me about anybody at that time. So. I'm like, I, I'm I think he's amazing and I, I liked him a lot, but I he never told me that he was my yeah. husband, you know. So yeah. I'm like, dang, these girls like they really like this guy. So I in my where I'm at and I'm obviously in my no dating, so I'm like, I gotta just like basically keep a safe distance. But 
the more we'd hang out, I was like, oh my gosh, like he is so the real deal. Yeah. And I had fully given up like dating at all at right. that point. Like, like I was legit. Gonna, yeah, yeah, I was legit. Typical young Christian boy. I, I don't know if I'm called to be. Married. I don't know about <laughs> typical young Christian boy, but I was legitimately in like a monk phase. Yeah. Like I was willing to become a monk. <laughs> I was at the point where I was like, you look, God, if you, you want me to yeah. live in a monastery in a desert or at the top of a mountain, I'll I do will. it. <laughs> I'm legit there. Yeah. Um, because I grew up, um, you know, dating, uh, you know, very casually, like that was just something that, yeah. you know, was a part of the world that I was For involved sure. with. Yeah. And I had, you know, dated, 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 done that. And at that point when I found the Lord, I was like, I don't want to do that again. Like right. that was, there were so many things, so many mistakes made, so many heartbreaks, so many burn bridges is absolutely exhausting expensive expensive <laughs> yeah there's some some really dumb mistakes hilarious i've made with money um, when it comes to dating <laughs> it oh it's hilarious we could so we could talk funny. about those another time it's so funny so but so i yeah. i was i was in this place where i'm like i want to do this the right way like yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna totally wanna yeah all. yeah if it even happens yeah. i'm gonna do it the right way yeah. that's a better way to say it so my mind was like literally just love people, hang out with the homies, you know, and stay away from, yep. you know, building relationships with mm-hmm. women in general, unless it's like a very, um, like missional friendship. You yeah. Know? So yeah, yep. that's, that's where I was at. But then all of a sudden this girl, Evie starts coming around and I remember the first time I actually noticed you, mm-hmm. you were wearing a yellow dress and mm-hmm. it was right before, uh, actually a mission meeting for uganda because at the time there was a group that was going to go to uganda that that ended up getting shut down Mm -hmm. that trip ended up getting shut down Mm -hmm. and it was like right before it i saw you and i thought to myself like hmm who is she Mm -hmm. and it was like almost like this moment of like bookmarking how like pretty you were Mm -hmm. but i probably wouldn't have been able to like admit that or even let my mind go there at the time yeah but i just remember seeing you and then i do remember that yellow dress yeah and then (laughs) hey side note be the girl buy yellow yellow dress dress. (laughs) (laughs) um always have a yellow dress on standby (laughs) um but that was something that was cool to me i think that impressed me about you is the fact that like here's just like really beautiful um woman who's inspiring and you just have a really mm-hmm. drawing personality you're fun to be around and here you are like signed up to go on a missions trip and for me i'm like huh i guess i didn't know that all those things could be packaged into well that's how i felt about you yeah one, i was like what human. the heck this guy's an anomaly so anyways that was side note first time i met you or first time i remember seeing you mm-hmm. and then back to what we we're talking about we start hanging out with the same people going on hikes slowly hikes oh going my out gosh to dinners and bonfires after, volleyball so then all those things forward, are good activities all those things happen you and i people there don't tell anyone that i really liked him and then i for about six months i just withheld it to myself because all these girls are telling me they like him so then i start um telling a few of my friends the girls i was living with and i would come home and i'd be like oh my gosh like oh we went on a hike and he he was like says it was profound things or what you know so and so and it just i finally like caved into the fact that i like really liked this guy and then uh then a bunch of different things happened where I'm like, okay, I know for a fact because of like conversations I've had with him, I know for a fact he's not interested in dating or in any girls. So like 
I need to like get this out of my head that anything would actually ever like become of this because like this is such a distraction for me. So I remember thinking like, okay, what should I do with my future? I'm not going to like, there's nothing with Zach that's going to happen. So maybe I should just like, you know, I'm just praying about what I should do. At that point in my life, I had been really having my heart broken for human trafficking. And so um, my graduation was around the corner. Also side note, he would do these things where it's like, I knew he wasn't interested, but then it would like give me this little glimmer of hope. Like he was showed up at one of my soccer games um, that my family was at. And I remember like, Oh my gosh, my heart stopped. It was like, and it's like, that's yeah. what friends do. Like literally yeah. Zach well, was just had, doing it as a friend. Me yeah. 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 Like, Hey, do you want to come out to our soccer totally. game? Totally. But like, in my heart, for, you know, yeah. I was like, Oh shoot. But that's what I'm saying. Like I wasn't aware <laughs> of like why you were inviting me necessarily. Yes. Like for, for me, I, w- I was legitimately so unaware right. at that point. Oh my gosh. Unaware to like how I actually felt about you yeah, and yeah. Then also unaware of how you felt about me. Right. And you guys have all seen people like that. Where yeah. You, everyone from the outside is like, oh, of course obviously they love like, each other. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, either one of them or both of them has no idea. And I was the one that had no idea. So, yeah, I came to your soccer game and mm-hmm. your whole family was there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And my dad had known who he was because I told my dad, I really oh, like gosh. this guy. Yes. And um, your dad but he doesn't really know me. <laughs> he never thought you were a punk, well, but he was just like, I can't believe someone would like my daughter and he wouldn't like her back, you know? Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I told my dad everything. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy is like the real deal. He's so amazing. I didn't know he was going to come to the game. Like, you know you were pretty like you guys like I he would he worked at a coffee shop in a whole separate town and I would literally drive across town just to see if he was working just to try and buy a coffee from like I would like I was like oh if I could just like (laughs) try and have an interaction with this guy of like any sort to see if like anything could happen so I'm like figuring out what do I want to do like with my like future so I'm sitting there considering um you know internships and missionary schools and like all these different things and that is when I um, applied to move to Colorado Springs to do an internship and so basically long story short I am getting ready to go to this internship and my very last day of college I remember my last uh, final I leave it's snow all bunch of snow on the ground and um, Zach was like at the school, remember you got me Reese's and Herba Mate and blueberries? Do you remember this? No, it wasn't Reese's. It was the Brussels cookies. Oh, Brussels cookies. You're right. It was you're blueberries right. and your That's Mate. Right. Yeah. And, he, and this, again, is just fi- like... Your final exam, right? My final exam. Yeah. And I was just... In, and the funny thing is like Zach's perspective of it was like, I'm just being a good friend. Like this is just what a good friend does is celebrates when someone's done with college. And I was like, oh my gosh, he brought me cookies he like what is this but i knew that he wasn't interested and so it just made my heart go spiral he literally had zero romantic (laughs) gesture with it it, (laughs) you're like like such a brutal move (laughs) my poor heart i was like here i was unintentionally (laughs) leading you on (laughs) and and i was really just trying to like you know look out for you today i was like yeah i don't because she her family's not here yeah for sure nobody's here like i want to and like you have to have a level head too when like these kinds of things are happening because it's like it's so So easy to read into these things right especially as a girl when my feelings were involved his weren't so i remember um we had never had any type of really time just us two ever and I remember one day my phone rang and I had like recognized kind of similar his number. So I answer and he's like, hey, I, j- I wanted to see if we could have a quick conversation. In my head, I'm like, oh, shoot, this is either A, him saying that maybe there's a possibility of something or B, like, 
I don't know. He he knows that I like him or something. He so dear, he picks me up in the apology. Remember this? And we drove around the rim, and you were hold on. <laughs> if we're gonna tell a story, let's tell the whole story. It's the whole story. That's totally no. It's that? not okay. What? Because like three days before, I had come home. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This. Okay, so right. let's give context. Okay. So check this out, guys. <laughs> this Good. is check, check this out. So I come home and at the time i'm staying at my mom's place it's uh just my mom and i my sister's away at college so it's just the two of us and i i pull up and i get home and there's another car at the house and i'm like huh don't think anything of it i go inside can't find my mom and then i go out to the garage and my mom <laughs> is in the garage with eb <laughs> eb's in the garage with my mom helping my mom sort through some things because she okay, was getting me, rid of some she's, stuff she's moving yeah, she, but hold on yeah, yeah. i need to explain no you can give creepy. more context no I, there's, no, there's, you, a, there's a lot more context there's a lot more context but that's that was kind of like <laughs> what led up to the phone call right well i was like all right we, we should have a conversation, have a conversation. Yeah. so it was funny because basically a few days before that had happened um there was an interaction with your mom and I didn't know your mom was your mom. Yep. And, um, and I ended up saying, Hey, you want to like get some yogurt? And then at yogurt, she's like, we're on sitting on a curb. She's like spilling her heart out to yep. me. We're talking about life. And then she was like, do you know my son? And I'm like, who's your son? And she's Zach, Zach. And I was like, Zach Hepworth is your son. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I've been at yogurt with this Hilarious. woman for an hour <laughs> and spilling her heart out. And then I find out it's your mom. Oh, and God. throughout that, it just a friendship formed and she was moving and she helped pack. For sure. And I was like, hey, you know. No, uh, there was but, nothing like creepy no, but about when I look at it. Now, I'm nothing... like, oh, that was like. <laughs> no, it was just like surprising for me. So then so. Zach calls and he's like, hey, like, can I talk to you? And I'm like, oh, shoot. And so he comes over, picks me up in the Impala. And we drive on the rim and f how I, that he was really tasteful with the way that he said this. You were, I remember you were so intentional, respectful, but my girl brain translated as, Hey, if you like me, you can tell me, but I just want to let you know that I'm not interested in dating any romance. I'm totally focused on the Lord. Right. But if you want to like, let me know your feelings and now this is a safe space and you can totally do that. But like, yeah. And I remember being like so defensive. I was like, oh, yeah. no, I don't like you. Oh, my gosh. No, no, I'm sorry if I ever led you on to believe that, even though inside my heart I'm like, oh, my freaking gosh, I've been exposed. He knows I like him. And so I remember being so defensive and nervous. Yeah. So then a few days later was when I, um, I had graduated and I was getting ready to move to Colorado. And I had a going away party. And I remember, um, and the other thing is Zach used to always call me Elizabeth. No one else did ever. Um, everyone called me Evie, but you always were like, yeah. you know, Elizabeth. I like calling people by their name. Yeah. Like yeah. if they have a nickname. But for I'm, my heart, I was like, yeah. gosh, this guy always calls me Elizabeth. The only person that calls me that is my dad. This is hard for me, blah, blah. And I remember you were like, Elizabeth, can I talk to you? And on the back porch. And I remember, again, this isn't exactly what you said. I'm paraphrasing. But what I translated as, hey, Elizabeth, I just want to apologize if at any point in our conversation a couple of days ago I made you <clears> feel uncomfortable. <throat> but I want you to know that I recognize the magnitude of the call in your life and the woman of God that you are. And I want you to know that, like, I believe in coming alongside that. And I want to come alongside that and, like, lift that up. Right. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh, it's impossible not to like this guy. He's so tender and respectful and, like, you know. And so I remember packing up my bags, moving to Colorado, and being like, I'm That's not wild. looking back. This homie has zero, you know, interest. 
So that is like the longest version of that we've probably ever shared. There's a lot of detail about that one story. But but I moved to Colorado. Hold on. Oh, okay. One thing I want to say mm-hmm. is that as you guys can hear in the story, one of the things that we did well during that phase that we've continued to do and we've learned how to get better at it is just very brave, clear, honest communication. Yeah. That's something for us. For sure. That in that moment was a really hard thing for both of us to do. Um, yeah. But we navigated it. We walked it. Instead of, you know, kind of pressing down, mm-hmm. you know, feelings um, and topics that needed to be talked about. Yeah. We let them come to the surface and we actually yeah, navigated them friendship. together in the friendship. So I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Just any of y'all out there who aren't dating, <laughs> yeah. you know, or who are dating Just or who are front. thinking about dating. Yeah. Honesty, being upfront, yeah. clear, brave communication. It's always the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where it gets good. So I moved to Colorado. Again, we have zero texting relationship, Instagram. Really, there's no communication. So I hadn't seen you in a really, really long time. Um, we had planned to go to China on a missions trip together in end of February, March. Well, we didn't plan to go on it together. You didn't plan to go we on it together. To we happened to be in the same yeah. group. Yeah. So, yeah. So there was this big group going to China, which a lot of the people that were mutual friends that, you know, um, were the reason we were all hanging out. Yeah, we were, you and all I were hanging on that out. trip together. We were all on that trip together. Yeah. So it was a really cool group of yeah. people still to this day, mm-hmm. probably one of the most memorable trips ever. we've been yeah. on. Um, so, yeah, so yeah. I fly from Colorado back to Boise. I hadn't seen you in like three and a half, four months. Right. And I remember thinking, oh, when I see him, I'll know if there's like, like, you know, there was, had been no conversation, so I'll know if there's anything. And my maiden name is Harris. Obviously, Zach is Hepworth. And so our flight, our our tickets alphabetical they ended up sitting right next, next to each other, to each other. <laughs> and I was like oh my word so I remember when I saw him um it was one of those things where I was like shoot he's still good looking my word <laughs> and um so we end up talking like all the way basically to China it's like you know a long long journey and I remember being like man this sucks like I was really hoping my feelings would go away so then we get to China and that's where the story really gets beautiful and juicy. Yeah, I would say for me on that plane ride, we got into a lot of like really deep conversation mm-hmm. about what we wanted out of life, where mm-hmm. we were at in life and, you know, some of our experiences with the Lord. And I think for me, it was such a cool moment to get to see uh, a deeper side of you, like mm-hmm. to see a more intimate side of who you are and your thoughts, mm-hmm. who you are in your heart. Mm-hmm. And so I remember even thinking like, man, this girl's like really there's a depth cool yeah. like yeah. this girl's awesome like i couldn't at that time use any language other than that mm-hmm. because i just hadn't allowed my mind to be in a place of like oh my gosh i'm so attracted to this yeah. girl or oh my gosh she's so beautiful like i was just uh-huh. like intentionally guarding my mind right. so i'm like man this girl's <laughs> awesome yeah like, she's great she's so cool and yeah. i can't wait to like hang out with her on this trip right it was like really childish right yeah and then um we get to China, obviously, and a part of the trip is that you are smuggling um, Bibles, and and it's this really amazing, cool mission. And yeah, and really a, a, good, a friend on the trip um, actually also liked you, and so I remember um, there was a lot of like I started noticing a little bit more flirtation between us, which up until that point there hadn't ever been like a mutual flirtation, and I could tell like there was a little bit more of like this like exchange oh also side note two days before we go to china was when my my year of no dating was up 
And so I was like, oh my gosh, this, not that I was actually even, I was hoping that I would see you and nothing would happen or no like attraction and like crush was still going to be there. But I just thought that was worth mentioning. So, um, anyway, there's kind of some interaction where it was like, okay. And the way you explain it of when all of a sudden you realized, wait a minute, I actually like this girl is when we were on the train on the subway. Yeah, I can. Okay, go for it. Yeah, I can definitely explain that. And I'll give a little bit of context. I had been leading up to that trip, you know, the past would have probably been like a year and a half at that point. Mm -hmm. I had been allowing the Lord to just reconstruct the way that I looked at women Mm -hmm. and the way that I even looked at what, you know, what attributes I wanted in a wife if I was to get married (laughs) because I was still in that place of like, I don't know if I'm going to, obviously. Um, I wanted to, but I was willing to, you know, forego that. But Mm -hmm. so I was in this place of like just really being reconstructed. And a couple of the things that, you know, were attributes that I knew I really loved about a woman in like a pure way was adventure and motherhood. Like somebody Mm -hmm. who was adventurous, like who liked Mm -hmm. to go do just crazy things, you know, fun things, out of the box things like a mission trips, Mm -hmm. a mission trip to China smuggling bibles you know Mm -hmm. and the other part was like motherhood because i knew at that point if i was going to get married i really wanted to have a family if Mm -hmm. that was going to be the case we had to have a family i really really wanted to have a family so whoever i was going to date like really really needed to want to be a mother Mm -hmm. and so fast forward back to where eb left off we're on a subway in china and we're going back to where we were staying and there's this absolutely adorable little, you know, Chinese girl on the bus and she's like smiling at uh, EB and looking at EB and you had, what did you have? I brought candy. Candy. Okay. So she, and you had like intentionally brought stuff for kids. In my purse. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was super thoughtful, really sweet. And so she, EB like kneels down and is like, you know, eye to eye with this little girl and like just interacting with her and, you know, gives her some candy and the little girl is just like lighting up. She's smiling. Evie's like glowing <laughs> in that moment for me. I'm like watching her and I'm, I'm just seeing like just this bright smile. It's like light is like, you know, emanating from her. And in that moment, <laughs> I'm like just sitting there watching this thinking, I think I like that girl a lot. Like I think and the way I you really it love her. Was like it was the like the mother that you fell in love with the mother in that moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not like, that you I loved feel, me at that moment, but you no, know what I mean. no, absolutely. Like I felt like all of a sudden my eyes were open yeah. and I could like let my guard down. It was like everything just kind of came into that moment, and I realized like, wow, she's really beautiful and she like she looks like a mother in this moment like this is like this is what i would envision a mother doing the way that she's interacting Mm -hmm. and so anyways it was this beautiful moment i feel like my eyes were open (laughs) i feel like i could see what was right in front of me the whole time (laughs) and yeah then at that moment i was kind of like what do i do all of a sudden you were like wait game there was one time game in me how do i have game again (laughs) oh my gosh like no yeah no (laughs) at that point it was like i don't even know how to interact like in in a way that's like quote unquote christian so that's why i say exactly right like that was that was my struggle yeah 
so I remember that all of a sudden there was this tr- like interaction of flirtation. Um, there's a shift where I was like, whoa, there's this is kind of different because up until like, you know, almost two year, year and a half, almost two years, it had never been like that. So like I said, a friend on that trip also liked you. And I remember um, we were spending a lot of time together. We we're having a lot of conversation. It was obvious that we were like, you know, there's flirtation. And the way that the smuggling the Bibles, you you were with a partner and you would go bring Bibles from inner Hong Kong into China. And it was this kind of thing. And you're paired with someone. And I remember you were, there was this day where all of a sudden I was like, you know, it was brought to the surface that my friend, it was like bother, it was being a bother that it was obvious there was flirtation between us. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I have been the girl that picked the boy over a friend before. I am not going to do that. Zach and I have had multiple conversations that he is not interested in romance and me and anything. And so, you know what? I'm just going to totally ignore him and turn cold in this like little flirtation that we've had the last few days. I'm just going to put a stop to it because I'm here to be on this trip. I want to be a good friend. And I remember being like, yeah, you know what? No, I I just can't let, and I had this whole case in my head. And I remember giving you attitude one day on the trip. Like you asked if I wanted to like be your partner or something. Um, do you want to do this? And I was like, no, no, thanks. And I like turn around and walk away. And you were like, what the heck? Like, like I was clearly very rude. Mm, I don't remember that. And um, so then the f- this is the fun part. So one night the whole tr- team is getting ready to go to dinner. And the f- it's like so many God things because Zach and I had to go downstairs to wait in the lobby for the whole team. And the t- whole team had already left, which is so ironic because like on a missions trip, people don't just leave without you and so Zach and I are sitting there especially in China yeah exactly (laughs) but it's like so funny the Lord like needed to get us alone and like we're sitting there and I'm like being a such a little brat because I'm like no like I am so tired of giving this guy my heart and knowing that it's not like a safe place to be like received (laughs) and you know what so I didn't even know like like, you're like but in my head that's what I had been saying I'm like so I am totally done with like whatever this little thing the last few days has been and so we're like, well, I guess we should just go find the team then, which is also a big no-no. Like Zach and I led a missional department for six years of an organization. And if anyone did what we did, I would be furious. Like you don't I'd just. I'd be terrified. Yeah. So we leave our hotel to go find in the middle of China to go find our team, which we have no idea. But you had to go through this long tunnel to get to a subway. And China is obviously the most populated place on planet Earth. It is. So, there's so many people. And I remember walking next to each other. And all of a sudden, I cracked. Zach was like, hey, what's going on? Like, is everything good between us? Because, like, you're giving off kind of interesting, you know, vibes, blah, blah, blah. And I cracked. I'm like, you know what, Zach? No, everything's not fine. I have literally been so invested and in, in, in interested in the last year and a half. And I'm so tired of feeling like there has been something like you're giving me different things to pick up on, but I, you've clearly stated that you're not interested in a relationship. And I'm talking a million miles per hour, my personality. I'm like, and so do you know what, Zach? No, not everything is fine. I am so tired of this. I am over it. You know, there, there's other people that like you. And I just think that I am just going to focus on myself and I'm going to ignore Like, and I just, am ta- and Zach says Elizabeth and I'm still talking. I'm like, no. And I'm being bumped and all of the, this tunnel going into the, <laughs> subway I remember being, it was so loud and he, he goes Elizabeth it's you do you remember this <laughs> you totally don't he's like it's no you. I do remember he was it, like Elizabeth th- it's you I want to be with you I want to pursue you and I stopped I remember thinking I didn't hear you right because it was so loud and yeah. there, all these people were bumping us and we were like not next to each other there were like yeah. space between us and I looked at you and I'm like what and you were like I want to pursue you 
I am interested in you. Like, and I remember the look on your face. It was like, oh shoot, like what did I just say? And I was like, I've totally frozen. I remember being like, oh my gosh, I did not hear that right. And, um, and I remember just feeling like there's moments in life where you feel like life is slow motion. And I remember being like, that was a slow motion memory for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, did I just hear this after our over two years of friendship with this guy? And like, he's interested in me. And, and so I remember you were like, just give me a minute. And we like get out of this tunnel and we get out of the building and there's this little tiny Creek. Do you remember this? That little Mm -hmm. tiny thing of water. And and you said, just, can you just give me a minute? I just need like five minutes to just compress my thoughts before we like keep talking. And you kneel down by this little tiny like bed of water. And all these people are looking at you like, what is this guy doing? Like he, like it's water. I do not remember doing that. That's hilarious. And I remember everyone's like looking at you and I was just (laughs) waving at them like, hello, he likes me. He totally likes me. And I'm like, we're good. Everything's good. Like people are like concerned about like, what is this guy doing? And I remember just being like, oh my gosh. So then anyway, I was water um, bending at the time. I was trying <laughs> yeah, to get a message done. from the water. Oh, we're already at 36 minutes. Okay, so we're going to finish the rest of this up pretty much. But basically from that moment, Zach, he comes back over to me. He was like, Elizabeth, um, like I'm not in a season right now where I'm like, we're not like stepping into this relationship right this moment. But I want you to know my heart's intention is that I am like turned towards you. I want to get to know you. I want to take our yeah. time in this. Um, I don't know what this looks like, but I want you to know, like essentially like, kind of like my heart's yours. And it's so funny because a few minutes later, we actually end up seeing the team. It was like this hilarious thing where it's like, we just needed this like 30 minute like span and we see the team and um, we take this huge team picture. And from that moment on, I remember that team picture, you and I are right next to each other. And every, like from that moment on, that was we're like right how the rest of other. our lives were. Yeah. yeah. Like that was such a picture of us. Like before all our pictures, we were spread out. We'd just be in the same group. For sure. And I remember that, that day you bought me a, a fake Chanel watch. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. We, <laughs> we you, went to um, <laughs> this was, little market. It? it was no. like Red Bar Hotel. And they just had like all sorts all of fake stuff. designer watches. And you bought me that and you were like, I always want you to remember this time. And I still have it. Yeah. I still love it. It doesn't work. But. I remember. (laughs) So from the rest of that time, obviously have conversations with the different (laughs) people that like were, you know, interested in you and just like shared the update and everyone was so supportive and the rest of the trip. It's so funny. So, um, later we got on a flight and went to another part of China to bring what we had brought into China to churches that had never had Bibles. And, um, I was literally washing my face. I remember washing my face literally had proactive in the door knocks and I'm like oh my gosh like and it's Zach but then his best friend Colby is behind him because I remember you were like we need a chaperone and he was like hey Elizabeth can I take you somewhere and first off another big no-no we like left our ooh, babies are kicking um we just went right out front we went right out front but this is like a jungle part of China and it's so beautiful and colby like stayed like 25 steps behind us you remember that just so then we weren't alone um and so so the funny thing is that when i was in the third grade my best friend and i wrote a huge bucket list huge bucket list zach has no idea this bucket list exists um at the time at the time now he does and one of the things on the bucket list was dance in the rain in china which is shoes on so with no shoes Goodness on gracious, specifically. So specific. I know. Like <laughs> you guys, the things you on my really bucket knew list. What you wanted. <laughs> Third Whenever grade, you I'm wrote like, that in the <laughs> The number one thing on my bucket list. I'm like, is I don't that. even know what pair of shoes I want from going back to school here. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to dance in, in the, the rain, rain in China. China with no shoes on. So 
um, Zach, we were like under kind of this is a dirt road with like all these obviously like tropical trees. And you looked at me and you were like, I want to dance with you. And I remember literally thinking this is like, there, there's no, like, I, I thought he had somehow known about this like bucket list and i was like that's you why you are... gotta stay close to the hip with holy spirit you know, <laughs> tells you things about people and it starts raining remember it starts raining <laughs> while we were dancing yeah. and obviously and we didn't yeah. have any shoes on and i <laughs> so remember funny. thinking oh my word this is such a picture of like these little tiny holy spirit moments of like this yeah. is something so silly that didn't need to happen uh, but but it did yeah and i remember just being so like wow, this to me is like a marker that God is in this because this is just a little tiny dream. So anyway, that happened. It was so special. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after China, we were basically, we involved our pastors and our leaders and we did a three-day fast together, which I had up until that point, I'd never fasted before actually. Yeah. And the first day was for our past separately our sec the second day of the fast past, present future yeah past present idea, future was the, yeah. yeah which is awesome. So, was awesome oh my gosh i remember oh it was so hard for me never fasting and but then you know it was like oh i can't like this is a big deal like i'm doing this with right. him so first day was for our past second day was for our future and then third day was like or sorry present and like what does god want in this season and then the th- final one was like do we want to step into this together yep obviously after three days we connect we talk and we were like okay Let's take the next five-ish months of just really getting to know each other intentionally. Right. Well, one of the things, too, is I wasn't dating anybody at that time. Yeah. Like, I still, I was in an internship. Right. And so I had committed to not dating anybody. And I was pretty committed to that. And I was in Colorado. I had to move back to Colorado. So I was still finishing my internship. So there's a lot that needed to... But it was really special because we both knew, okay, we're committed to each other, but we're going to take this next five months to just really get to know each other and just like, and not mm-hmm. be like, have to put a label on it, but like actually date, you know? And we never were like, oh, we're for sure going to get married. Like we never was like instantly like, but that was kind of the season of like getting to know, is that, is that where this is headed? So, um, so yeah, so we dated each other. So then I moved back to Boise after that was over. So it was about five months of long distance. And then shortly after your internship ended was when you asked me to be your girlfriend. And we dated a year and a half. That's that. We got married. (laughs) So I say roughly that we dated two years because that five months is kind of, I add that to the actual year and a half of dating. But that is the story of our romance. (laughs) Sorry, I fell in love, guys. (laughs) Anything you want to add to it that you feel like, no is like extra like romantic no <laughs> no i think you just covered the last half pretty well i mean that's that's it you heard it you heard it from her first mm-hmm. that's how it went down and you remember that picture there's a we lot took. of fun had a blast <laughs> there's a lot of like really cool god moments it's hard to explain in a podcast that happened for sure that so it was many. just so many different things weaving together tying together to you know bring us to that point right so yeah, it was a fun, fun adventure. Yeah, I remember um, we took a picture the day, I think the day that, um, or no, he's a couple of days later on that plane, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, when And anyway, sent it to Zach's mom, and Zach always, his mom always says that I knew from that photo that yep. you guys were going to be together for the rest of your lives. And it was like, I, we still have a picture. Like, it's such a good... It's a great picture. It's a great yeah. picture. And I just love you. That was so special. I love love our story. And that was a lot of like, we're going to do a whole nother separate episode on, you know, the evolution of our family and our adoption story and that. But, um, 
I think a lot of times when our marriage got really, really hard, I remember needing to go back to our journal, my journal mm-hmm. and relive, like rewalk through that story. Cause I'm like, dang, this is such a powerful story. And what was so beautiful is both of us were so pure about it and so intentional about not manipulating anything to like, just letting it unfold. I didn't like want to really look just back. letting the relationship unfold and yeah. not pressuring it. Well, my personality, I'm such it. a, I'm such a go getter that I didn't want to yeah. look back on my romance and mm-hmm. say, I made this happen. And in our hard season With me, of marriage, you could have never made no. it happen. <laughs> For Let's sure. be honest. I'm very Stab stubborn. Down. Yeah. <laughs> But that was what was so special in the really, really hard we're, season we're of our marriage. Way. Yeah. And um, so then the morning of our wedding, it's really special. Um, before any of this happened, I had three years of journal writing. I felt like God asked me to start writing to my husband. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Christianese, I know. Um, and halfway through that, I was like, oh, I, I'm writing to my husband. But in my heart, I hope I'm writing to Zach. But who knows if it's Zach, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... Um, so then halfway through that was when, you know, China happened and this right. kind of unfolded. And then the second half of that was like, you know, I got to say, Zach, you know, and I find, I remember in one of the entries, I'm like, guess what? I was hoping that this is who I was writing to. And now it's been confirmed. You are now who I'm writing it to. So basically three years of entries into this journal. The very first day was on the 4th of July, my yeah. favorite day of the year. Uh, and I started it when I was living in Colorado, which is also ironic. And the very last entry, very, very, very last entry is the 4th of July, the morning that Zach proposed. And yeah. so it was our kind of three years of our journey. And he had no idea I'd been writing that. So in the morning of our wedding, I remember getting to hand that journal to you and saying, this is three years of thoughts <laughs> and prayers. It's pretty amazing. And declarations. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's super special. <laughs> and then I put that picture in yeah. the very last page. Yeah. Yeah. I still have the journal. Yeah. Sometimes I get a thumb through it and just read, uh, you know, little moments of the past. Prayers. And remember. Yeah where we were at in that time but um yeah it's funny back to being stubborn like evie and i are both really Very, stubborn yeah and it's just funny how god knows you so well and how he knew us so well and knew that neither of us could make that relationship happen mm-hmm. and she couldn't have convinced me i couldn't have convinced no her yeah but the way that he set it up you know was was truly like divine the way that i feel like our relationship came about i understand that you know there, there are many ways a relationship can come about, and God uses many things to mm-hmm. bring people together. Totally. But ours was just, you know, the way that, that it happened was just so crazy. It really felt like a, <laughs> just like it felt like a gift from God. A gift um, and a fairy tale. and <laughs> Yeah, and then turned into like a fairy tale, turned into, hey, this house needs a lot of work, you know? <laughs> a science and fiction. So uh... we went from like, you know... <laughs> The uh, honeymoon, like, this is incredible phase to, like, we have to actually put in work to make oh, this happen yeah. because Holy of cow. how stubborn both of us are. Yes. Anyways, super funny. Also amazing how God um, allows you to think something is some way so that he can oh, right. move you into maturity. Right. And put you in situations yeah. where you can grow and mm-hmm. rise to the occasion and gives you yeah. grace. And I feel like that's where Mayor falling in love and marriage took us yeah it's really really fun and like we really but, grew up together we grew yeah, in we love grew, together but we, we definitely grew up, grew up together yeah, in a lot of ways what our compatibility you know zach isn't the type he can't be told what to do nor can i like we we both are very um we're both mavericks <laughs> <laughs> and so it's so neat to see the way that god has want to do things yeah have written that yeah yeah so it is Anyway, that is our full length love story from very beginning, and um, we hope that we hope that you're encouraged. If you're 
if you love a good love story, then obviously, hopefully you'll enjoy that. But maybe you're in a season where you're like, honestly, I'm, I'm single or maybe I'm married and my love story isn't as like what I thought it would be. And sometimes I have to like process grief with that or whatever it may be. Just know the way that God writes love stories. It's like every, every story is so different. Right. And it's so like, gosh, it's just really, really beautiful. Each one in their own way. And so it's it's incredible that God knows what you need better than you know what you need. Yeah. And I think that if you got what you wanted, you it's might dangerous. be miserable, yeah. you know, and it might not be as great. I am so thankful that God sent Evie to mm-hmm. me to grow me into the person I am today. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would not even be a fraction of like the man I am mm-hmm. without her. And I'm so grateful for what she's taught me the way that, by the way that she thinks, by the way she looks at the world, by how God has made her. And I didn't expect our love story turn out the way that it did. That's not what I had written up in my head. Right. Right. Like how it all came about, totally. how it all unfolded. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't something I had envisioned necessarily. And I loved it. Right. I loved every moment of it. So, I, you know, and, and I think that it's like, you just gotta be open. I guess is what I'm saying. You gotta be open to how God wants to, you know, form yeah. relationships. Yeah. You know, like especially what I hear you saying is like, submit to the process, not to your perspective of what you think it's going to look like. Yeah. Don't for, don't force, yeah. you know, a certain way. Just be open to how, like we the said, Lord the last to, thing yeah. on planet earth you want is to look at your life and, and think say, you manipulated I made this it. happen. Yeah. Oh, what a scary thought. So, God loves love. God loves love. God and I love you. God loves bringing people together. <laughs> I love you too. All right, guys. Well, go ahead, leave a review as always, um, and share this with someone that you think might be encouraged by a love story or just whatevs, you know. But um, as always, you know where to find us at RaisingWorth.org or on Instagram at RaisingWorth. Um, we're embarrassingly easy to get a hold of. So send us an email, send us your thoughts, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs>